The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? This is the news. And why, 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 and why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story? Uh, to me, the top story is um, the, the father from Parkland, who I have a lot of sympathy for, um, for what he went through, but not how he's necessarily using it today, um, and what he did and how the media uh, staged uh, this, this handshake. Uh, and it's despicable. And we've gone back and forth on Twitter. He has actually responded to me on Twitter, and I'd like to share some of those because I think it's important to have this conversation. Okay, still. Um, a lot of people were talking the Kavanaugh hearings and about them and saying that you know it's this big circus and everything else and and finally Alex Jones showed up to make sure it was not. Uh, he oh. brought some serious. Oh, so oh, it's not a circus. Yeah, some credibility Did to he, the proceedings. Was he wearing a clown nose? Uh, no, 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 no. And he had a shirt on, which I thought was wow. pretty impressive. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Well, it is Wednesday. Yes, yeah. Yeah. he does do it occasionally. Shirt day. Yes, <laughs> it's ladies' night. I'm putting the shirt on. Lashing <laughs> it up. Uh, the top story was the comedy gold that is the Brett Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh hearings. Mm. Comedy right. gold, mm. Jerry. Okay, well, before we get into all of that, want to make sure to thank our TV and podcast sponsor, uh, Brick House, who I know, Stu, Brick you... Brick House. You open it and it says that the, and the Commodores are... <laughs> They're right here. inside. They've got another product yeah. that's called uh, Field of Greens, which Glenn is now going to smell yes. and hopefully not snort. No, it smells like um, green. It smells like, like a salad. Yeah, well, it's uh, that's kind of what it, it, it... In a way, kind of has that sort of stuff to it. No I one, hate salads. Is this something like I don't... I can say to my wife... I don't have to eat a freaking salad. Yes. That's the pathway. Really? That's the pathway. You know, mommy used to tell you to eat your vegetables, and now wifey does. Um, and How do this you way, eat it? You, just, you just put it in any drink. You know, juice. It's really good in juice, I think. Um, but you can do it in water. You can do I it like in it the smoothies, though. Yes, that's smoothies smoothie. is, the, is the top of the line, I'd say, probably. That's true. Right. Um, but you just put it in there. And I never have to have a salad. Yeah. It's, a, it's well, I mean, one scoop of this is about. a full serving of fruits and vegetables yeah. for you. So, but and it's organic, that, which that, uh, maybe you don't care about, but I do. All this yeah. being okay, said, no, you, I care about organic. Okay, he right. doesn't. I uh, do. Yeah. I, oh, that's right. I don't. One um, person. But I will say, uh, you should still think about having a salad. You know, every once <laughs> Just Glenn. Just once in a while. Yeah. You, is that a fat joke? I, is that what that is? <laughs> I think yes, that's what it, it was. Is. It was. You know, if I could lose the weight, dude, I would. Yeah, no, I know. I just well, like me. So, yeah. if you don't like eating <laughs> greens, this product is for you. Go to uh, brickhouseblaze.com and you can use. There promo is not code. a guy in America that likes right. salads. Sarah is completely Come disconnected. On. You from like salads? This topic. I like God. salads. Yes. I really oh do. Yes. I honestly do. No, I, mean, I mean, no, I mean like a healthy salad. I mean, I love healthy. salads. Okay. You know, I love Chicken salads salad. where you're putting stuff on it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Use the like promo code cream. greens. <laughs> yeah. Ice for, cream. For 15% off. Or you can text greens. This is cool. You can Tip text for you. greens to 41411. When you mix that with water for your kids to drink, call it Hulk juice. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Hulk juice. Hulk juice. Nice. I like yeah. it. I, I did Hulk smoothies, but mm-hmm. not Hulk juice. Okay, Glenn. Fred uh, Guttenberg. So let me start okay. with um, uh, let me start with a tweet that he tweeted out about three days ago, two two or three days ago. So this is the guy. Can we play that? Do we have the video of him trying to shake the hand? Um, he that. goes to Kavanaugh. And he shakes, he tries to shake his hand. Kavanaugh just looks at him. See, now he's turning around. Okay, he doesn't know who he is. You see somebody kind of coming in between, pushes him out. So what is that? So, Kavanaugh 
Obama's face, he's clearly just very... Confused. Yeah. He's a he has no idea what's going on. I have been... Doc, I bet you have. I know Stu has. I've been in situations very similar to that um, where I knew I was going to be under attack. I knew that I was surrounded by people who wanted me to say something or do something. You're in that situation. You're in that bubble. Added on, he's been attacked for four hours. His children were so spooked that they had to be removed. And you know he was told all the way along, just don't do anything, don't say anything, don't interact with anybody, just get out of there when it's done. Okay. So he comes up, and of course somebody's coming up. You're not necessarily hearing. You're not processing. And he he grabbed him on the back. So you're like, wait, what? Right. And it's loud, and you're, I don't, and then all of a sudden... Wait a minute, what's going on here? Right, yeah. Okay. And he supposedly said, by the way, that I'm, I'm a Parkland father or something like that. I, I'm not a, a mouth reader, but it does seem to me that he says that part of it after he's turned and started walking away. So he says his name initially, yes, and then identifies himself as a Parkland father. But at that point, he had already turned and walked away. Yes. So he's saying Parkland father. W- what is your goal there? What is your goal? What was Fred Gutenberg's Gutenberg's goal? Mm -hmm. In in front of the media, after this contention, what's your goal? Well, we don't have to guess, because Fred wrote about it two or three days ago. He said, quote, I will be at Kavanaugh's hearings and hope to play a role in ensuring that this man does not become the next Supreme Court justice. <laughs> what, how, what role would he play? How, what role would how he could play you there? possibly play? The only thing is to use his fame and the grief over his daughter to say, I'm going to make some sort of point spectacle. I want yeah. you to know. I want you to know. How, have you ever seen famous people on a rope line or famous people <laughs> like this ever seen presidents shake hands? With people on a rope line. How do they do it? Very good. Very How do they do it? Like this, very, very yeah. quick and they, go. They, they, you this, never, you yeah. take the ends of the and, fingers and, like and you shake like that. Done. Why? Because you don't want them grabbing Let you. Let go. So no one can, if they have you like this, yeah. I'm pulling you in. Okay. Even if it's not uh, malicious, you can't Correct. get away. You, you got to go. You can't get right. away. So how could this shake your hand? Mm-hmm. You shake your hand. He's got you. Yeah. The media's right there. Now what? That's how you play a role. So today I tweeted, do not play into the, I actually put addition, addiction to outrage. (laughs) Uh, Media knew who he was and his goal was and is. Nothing new, nothing to see here other than a setup using dead children and postmodern tactics that are, quite frankly, beneath Venezuela. Okay? So he writes back and he says, no, no setup, Glenn, spelled my name wrong. Um, I would. I wish I could go back to February 14th, just before my daughter was killed. I was there and tried to interact with him. I wish my life never turned this way, but it did. Okay, wait. wait what, you, what is his goal in interacting with him? What is going to happen here? Well, to, well he said, well, "Go back to the first tweet." Right. That, that's he said to, to play ensure a role. that this guy was. I would say his goal was exactly what happened. Yes. Right. Exactly. exactly what happened. He goes up to Kavanaugh right. as this grieving father. He tries to talk to the guy. He doesn't know who he is. He turns away. It looks like he's ignoring gun violence or something. And right. then the media, Rachel Maddow, can go on TV and say he doesn't care about kids. Or he just holds him there and Kavanaugh does listen to him and maybe he wants to listen to him <clears throat> mm-hmm. and the media is there recording this guy pounding this and no matter what he says he loses exactly. because he's, uh, he's because he's a grieving father well, even Again. if you think okay. Brett Kavanaugh is that insensitive and does not care about a grieving father 
Why would he make himself look bad right. by not shaking Correct. his In front head. of all of the cameras. Do, oh, before so, we go any further, do we know how he even got on the floor? Yes. Uh, Dianne Feinstein, Feinstein invited him. He got an invite from a senator. Yeah. So, okay. Dianne Feinstein invited <laughs> right. him to sit right there, and she was the one who said, go meet him. Oh, I didn't hear that part, but yes. yes. Huh. Yeah, that was, from what I've read, that was the plan. She said, you'll be able to meet him, go meet him. Okay. Okay. So... I responded to his tweet, and I responded, I tried to be very diplomatic, and I said... And that's you. I mean, you just always nail it. Thank you. (laughs) I wrote, one, Fred, truly I am sorry for your loss. I cannot imagine what it's like to lose a child. The pain must be crippling and never-ending. There is no daylight between us on this. Please know that I believe you, that you would never choose this path or life. Of course. Okay? Nobody. You have to be a monster to believe anything different. Okay? Two, before we get to Kavanaugh, and this I honestly mean, this is a question I've asked, and I have no political reason for this. I really want to know. I'm trying to understand why you haven't banned together the families in the community for a new sheriff, new school board, etc. While I disagree with gun control, it is your right to disagree with me. So yes, pursue that. But when will the people in the community be held responsible? Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's perfectly reasonable to ask. Secure the schools. Right. We get rid of the people who knew who were it. playing games. Yes. Three, Fred, completely apart from my disagreement on gun control or the tragic loss of your child, you tweeted that you were going to do something to ensure that he wouldn't be confirmed two days before the handshake. Were you an honest broker? Totally fair question. Okay. Four, as a parent that has gone through hell, um, you, I'm sure, can understand the mindset of a man under attack, so much so that his children needed to be removed from the venue. Did you as a father not relate to the hatred and chaos of the day and feel some compassion? This one really bothered me because here's a guy who's sitting there. He sees the hatred He's gone through the hatred himself from, I'm sure, people who disagree with him on guns. I'm sure they have done the same kind of stuff to him. Said horrible things. Said horrible things. He's seeing this man sit there. He has no compassion when his daughters, remember, Fred lost a daughter, when his daughters have to be removed. And the last one. FYI, this judge is not one I would pick, so I'm not a blind defender, nor a guy who's blindly defended Trump or the GOP. But I was ashamed by the circus. He does not hate you, your child, or children. You accomplished your stated goal, and I find that sad and dishonorable. Well, I am being chewed up and spit out by the left for being such a hate monger. Because you don't care about his dead daughter. Tell me what was unreasonable in those. By the way, I have invited Fred to come on and have a reasonable discussion. Uh, I don't think I don't think that's a discussion that you can have. I can. He won't. Well, right. I I just don't think that any rational conversation comes from someone who immediately uses, you know, I mean, a child's death as a political you know, point. I, look, ju- I just, I mean, you, look, and you can't. If this is what you're, if this you is. reason with that. I can't judge somebody who's lost their child. 
I would imagine that if if I lost my child like this and I believed whatever it was, I believed that, you know, bats should be in every ceiling just so it's not, you know, uh, political here. And, and I don't mean baseball bats. I mean little <laughs> bats um, that they should be in every school. And that was critical. I would be at every place every time I could. If that was my goal in life to save other children and I thought that was that's fine. But that doesn't mean that you you play these games. This was a clear setup. Grieving father, grieving parent doesn't give you an excuse to do something wrong. Correct. I mean, Correct. I understand what you're going through, but we still have to call out wrong when it's wrong. Yeah. And what's wrong here is this. He stated his goal. He was there for a purpose. The media, if this would have happened in reverse, if this would have happened on somebody with the le- on the right... The media would have immediately gone to his Facebook and Twitter and said, this guy is this guy is an, has an agenda. Mm-hmm. This wasn't real. If especially if he said in two days, I'm going to do my part <laughs> to stop it. I'll be there. They all just took him at face value and presented him as a neutral, wounded father who just wanted to say hi. Not true. Imagine if Kate Steinle's parents had gone to the, con- the, the con- confirmation hearings for Sotomayor or Kagan or somebody Obama. And, and what would they way. have said? What would the, they have said? They, they would have attacked them. They would have yes. said, this is outrageous. How dare you? Yeah, you're this using is not the your place for it and whatever this stuff. And it, it wouldn't have been the place. No, it's not. It wouldn't have been the place. Yeah. By the way, I'm guessing you were a big fan of the Twitter jump from 140 characters to 270. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was a, Wasn't it 2,700? I, I think that's what it is, yeah. Um, I, you know, it's, it, there's a long-term sort of double standard here, right, where um, if, uh, if you are in the media... Um, and uh, you, something t- bad has happened to you, something tragic has happened to you, you are able to go and make all, uh, tons of political statements and even at times go over the line uh, in support of them. Uh, and if anyone pushes back, that whatever you've done is sucked out of the conversation. I mean, we saw this happen going back to Cindy Sheehan, right? Like Cindy Sheehan lost her son in war. She became a, a code pink activist and did all sorts of n- crazy things because she, you know, sure, surely was emotionally um, distraught. And when you would criticize not her or or even or certainly not her situation, but just the actions she was taking, yes. um, that became made you a bad person. And the, the, they'll do that constantly to someone if you're doing it from the left side. So, On the other side, that's not going to happen to you. So I have I have written a book. I have raised uh, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars for women's shelters and abuse uh, to stop abuse for for women and family violence because. I was a part of it. I saw it in my own family, and it still continues in some branches of my family today. And it is awful. Needs to be stopped. I would do interviews specifically on that. And the press said, so we looked up your mom's suicide. How do you know it was suicide? And they just they started to attack me with no politics, none. It's postmodern tactics. And the worst thing we can do is get angry about it, because as we're going to show you probably next week, in the next couple of weeks, Media Matters has shifted gears. The old media doesn't matter anymore. CNN, Fox, that doesn't matter anymore. They're going after our social media, and they are way ahead of us, way ahead of us. They are inside of Google and Facebook. We will show you the evidence. They're inside, and they're the ones 
just being helpful, consulting on who should be silenced and who shouldn't be. I'm sure as that played out, when Gutenberg went up to shake his hand, I bet like Cory Booker and Kamala Harris were like, how did Feinstein get him? Yeah, right. How did yeah. Gutenberg end up yeah. sitting with her? Yeah. You know they all wanted him there. Yeah. Uh, Alex Jones was wearing a shirt today when we come back. <laughs> That's cute. And it does matter. We want to be as close as possible. Hey, it's Glenn, and if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. Before we get into Alex Jones, we want to thank our sponsor, Minostalgia. I know Doc is a big fan of Minostalgia. He's like always running. He runs around the office. Love the Minostalgia Wild Rice at BlazeWildRice.com. But why don't you go and tell us a little bit about it? Well, uh, we have the, uh, the wine jellies and Sarah, the beer jellies. That's right. They do have those. I want to try the, the pepper jellies. The yeah, the pepper jellies are pepper awesome. Jelly this really is actually like a really good, simple, it, it seems very upscale treat and uh, appetizer. And people come over and it's very simple. You just take some uh, cream cheese, put it on a plate, and heat it up for about 10, 15 seconds and put the pepper jelly over it. You serve with the crackers and you get mm. the creamy and the pepper. It's Awesome. Mm. They have so many great products like that that are edible memories from the north woods of Minnesota. That's where they're from, hence Minnesota, Minnesota nostalgia. But you can find them at blazewildrice.com because nobody can spell nostalgia. <laughs> Can't even say it most of the time. <laughs> blazewildrice.com. Now, if you want to try a bunch of their different products, try the sampler packs, but use the promo code TRY10 and you get 10% off. Blazewildrice.com. Alex Jones was uh, quite the spectacle today. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us are looking at this and wondering how we're behaving and how society is behaving. And we need to get some leadership. And obviously, the person you'd go to for that leadership would be Alex Jones, um, uh, America's leader when it comes to sure. self-control. Yeah. I'm uh, just laughing so okay. I don't cry. Uh, here <laughs> Did is, he arrive in a clown car? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. That's a good <laughs> okay. question. Um, so he went there, of course. He, you know, look, part of this, I think you could argue and saying, why are you guys giving them any attention for this nonsense? But I think there's a point to this that's that's important. Uh, here is this sort of spectacle. Marco Rubio's doing an interview and, uh, you know, Alex Jones, you know, bumbles up to him. Watch. I support here. going it's after here, but you say I don't exist. Is that a heckler or a press a gaggle? Look at this guy. The, He's saying that I don't exist and they're I just don't know who you are, man. <laughs> I don't read your websites. Sure. And they demonize so me, me in these very hearings. Here. The and then he plays dumb. Infowars.com, you, you know what it is. Does, does Google, does Facebook, does That's Twitter, why you do they need to be regulated? Like, like, do, do they need to be regulated? Marco Rubio. What did he just say? That's why you didn't get elected. Who are you? Who is this guy? I swear to God, I don't know who you are, man. Tens of millions of views. Infowars. Bigger than Rush Limbaugh. He knows who InfoWars well, is. But He's playing you, this joke over here. That's why the deplatforming didn't work. But 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 here's here's the question. Here's a question. Hey, don't touch me again, man. I'm asking you not to touch me. Well, sure. Again. I just patted you nicely. I know, but I don't want to be. I don't know. Oh, you, you want me to get arrested? I don't know who you are. It's not just good You're not going to get arrested, amendment. man. You're it's not, not going to get arrested. I'll take care of myself. Oh oh, he'll beat me up. I didn't say he that. You know who I am, but he's so mad. You're not going to silence me. You're not going to silence America. Well, but, there are, but there are people. You are like you are literally like a little gangster thug. There are there are people in this country. Rubio just threatened you physically. I have got to call Marco. I just have to hear from him. Yeah. Just a one-on-one. I just, I have to call him. That's, I mean, that, how Unreal. do you... Real. Unbelievable. So, I mean, a couple things on that. Uh, first of all, uh, how on earth can this maniac get that close to uh, to Marco Rubio for that long? Oh, I thought, I thought you meant God bless Marco America. Rubio. God bless America. No, not God bless. I mean, there's got to be some sort of security there that's <laughs> stopping him from actually... I mean, you know, look, he should... He's, he's a, a member of the press. He's insane. Um, he is insane. And, uh, I th- he is an absolute security risk, in my opinion. 
Uh, and, you know, look, maybe, you know, he's actually touching uh, him and... and uh, he just tapped his... him on the shoulder. I, uh, he did. I, I, I don't want to get even anywhere close to saying we've got to start banning people from access because uh, that is going to be us. Well, I mean, okay. but I mean, Marco could have just banned. walked away. Yeah, I know he was doing an interview. He was trying he to finish just, his interview. I know, but he and could have walked away. People get, I don't know if you noticed, about 50 people got dragged out of those hearings today because they were interrupting them. Exactly. That he one, was interrupting what was going on. But that um, one, I, the I, hearing is, I don't understand. Why is there a crowd in there? You don't have to have one. I don't know. Why do they not clear this 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 well, gallery out? They yeah. have the right to do it. It's not closing the public out of it. The public can see it. They can watch it. They can know. If the you truth can't... is, all of those are for the public. That's all for the senators and congressmen to look good. They get their couple minutes up there. Right. Most of those hearings are not televised. It's just those big ones, and it's for publicity. Isn't Alex Jones being a little bit of a hypocrite, though? Uh, in what in what way? Well, he's he's mad because he's being silenced but he's not allowing Marco Rubio to finish a conversation with someone else. Yeah, I mean, look, there's well, never shouting, been a he's, moment. He's shouting him down also. So, I mean, you could kind of say those are very there's similar. There's never been a moment of intellectual consistency. <laughs> right, from, and he's also, it's also a little strange that you would be upset that you were taken off of Google if you now have five million subscribers, which he's claimed right. this Google thing was the best thing that ever happened to him. He should be thanking right. him. And that's what he keeps saying. Like, uh, you know, it, it, it didn't work. Like, what, what did Marco Rubio have to do? Like, Marco Rubio votes with Donald Trump like 90% of the time. Like, these, these bizarre theories that get formed in this guy's brain and many others, uh, by the way. But, I mean, I would say that, like, one thing that we should take from this is you could like they're getting upset about one of these issues. And I think, you know, you, you covered it as well is understandable. And if you, it's something that you really believe in, like Alex Jones really believes, I don't know, space aliens knock down Twin Towers or whatever he thinks. He's got an he's, like it's OK for him to be an activist on that. And he can he can do those things. Winning people over, though, how what's more effective, the way that he handled himself or the way that Marco Rubio handled that situation where Rubio. he laughed it off. And he was polite about it. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't start scre- getting a screaming battle with him. Uh, and I think everyone will look at that that has any sensibility and isn't a subscriber. One of the 25 million subscribers of Infowars uh, would look at that and say that Marco Rubio comes out of that looking really good, and Alex Jones looks like a buffoon. Now, Alex Jones always looks like a buffoon, but still, it's. I think this when you used- can handle that something, something like that, a situation like that, and control yourself, and re- remain calm, and remain reasoned, and remain polite, you shouldn't be outraged. You shouldn't have an addiction to outrage, outrage. I guess is what yeah. I'm trying to say. This or, is, or an addition to outrage. He, I, or an addition. New addition. Oh, man. Subtraction. Division of outrage is crazy. Um, the, the, uh, you're absolutely right on that. He looks good. The problem is no one, Marco Rubio, up until the last few days of the Trump thing, mm-hmm. he held the high ground the whole time. Marco Rubio held the high ground in this. He got a little, you could tell he was really I mean, irritated. And I think he does know who Alex Jones is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was saying uh, that. But still, right, right, that was a little bit, you know. Right. Yeah. But, but, so, but generally, he held the high ground. But there's nobody in the media that's holding the high ground. Both sides are doing those things. But here's Alex Jones. I don't know if he was for Kavanaugh or not. I don't really care. The people in the, in the meeting, they were doing exactly the same thing. You're you're teaching it in the universities. This when this they're they're actually called the uh, iGen. This generation that's in college right now is the iGen, as in iPhone. Um, And the iGen, when they get into the public sphere, this is our life. This is our life because they're being trained for it and they're being they're being rewarded for it. 
if it, and I would tell anybody in that situation with Marco Rubio, he missed an opportunity. Here's how you handle that. If he says, oh, this guy doesn't know who I am. I know who you are, Bill Hicks. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't that have been oh, that gold? Been well, notice he said, I don't know who you are. I don't go to your website. I was like, well, how did you well, know yeah, that he had a website, website right. to begin with? Try. Yeah, I mean, he, he tried to brush him off. Can't blame but, him. I mean, again, in that moment, I think he handled it pretty well. Yeah. All right, back in a minute. It takes great restraint. Hey, it's Sarah Gonzalez. And if you like what you're hearing on this program, you should check out the Glenn Beck program. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. If you missed it yesterday, uh, Glenn is going on tour. It's your okay, first tour yes. in Yay. a long time. long time. We're just really excited for you to leave. And you don't, you. So, and you don't mean you. buffets, right? You're... Yeah, buffet buffet tour, tour or something else. Okay, okay. This yeah. is Addicted to Outrage. It comes out uh, September 18th. Yeah, the book does. This is kind of a comedy look at what we're teaching in the book. Um, this is the most important book I've read. Uh, I've written since um, uh, Common Sense. Um, it is a solution, a real solution. Uh, I didn't actually think I would find one a couple of years ago when I started looking, but I really believe in this. Uh, the comedy tour is uh, going to have a lot of interaction, a lot of the stuff that's in the book, and just fun. Just fun. You're fun? He can no. be. No. <laughs> I, I, yeah, Someone else is going to be doing the fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, we do have some announcements on, a, on uh, coming up soon. About that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Okay. Stu's going to be there. Yeah. You uh, can, I'm not the announcement. Though. I make people you're, cry. No, you're not. <laughs> I make people cry. That's true. Yeah, so. so you can go to uh, glennbeck.com slash tour. Get a pre-sale ticket before they go on sale to the general public You using the promo code TheBlaze. Right. And get them before they go on sale to the general public. Because, yeah. oh, the people on the left, they're just going to be crazy to get these. Protesters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Like a Kavanaugh hearing. Oh. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Uh, the Shout Your Abortion website. Yes. This, which I was like, that's a real, love that's that. a real thing. That's a real thing. Uh, yeah. But they've been posting uh, women who are, I guess, celebrating their abortions. Yes, and just so if it's me- quite a thing to celebrate. Yes, uh, for medical knowledge, by the way, you can't shout yourself into an abortion. You have to see uh, an abortion doctor. <laughs> a doctor. Uh, okay, that's <laughs> one of the things. Okay. Um, but they decided, you know, this is one of the things on the left. They say, hey, wait a minute, you know, we're, we're constantly. I mean, think about the position of, uh, you know, the Clinton administration era abortion argument from a Democrat. Rare safe, and legal safe. and rare, yes. right? They've dropped the rare. They, they don't want the rare anymore. They think, that's a, they, they think they're on the defense when they do that. So one of the ways they're trying to get on offense on abortion is to say, hey, everyone's like, you know, like so many people who are pro-life, when you, or choice, when you talk to them, they will say, look, I personally think abortion's really bad, and I think it's a terrible thing, and I wish none of them ever happened. But, you know, of course, a woman has a right to choose. So what they're trying to do now is to say, that's not, that's not, that's not enough. You shouldn't think like that. We should actually celebrate. These things are great. Okay? And so the, this uh, website called Shout for Your Abortion had this picture up here with this girl who is standing with two feet across a bridge to celebrate that she's had three abortions. She's 23 years old. She's very excited about it. Her name is Heather, as you see right, right. there. Um, very excitable. And, and it seems like a wonderful thing. She seems like a nice person. She seems like a no, nice don't, person. Don't be, don't be a child in her womb. No. But if you're not, you're fine. No. She seems great. <laughs> exactly. Right. The one 
minor issue here is the girl is it's a stock photo picture. <laughs> I knew that it's, was coming. It's not her yep. at all. That's not the person who's talking about her abortions. Now, does this, well, not, does this shout your abortion? Right. right. Does this? But this is not, not a picture of her. This is her. The story may be somebody real, but they just picked a picture off the internet from a stock photo but library. But isn't she proud? So no, because uh, here's the thing. It's she, not her. She had no, nothing to do. No, with I it. know. I'm saying the girl who actually the, wrote, wrote it. Right. If she wrote it, she right. would have a picture of herself. As she, as she was actually proud of it, right? Um, you'd think. However, she apparently isn't proud enough of that. And but the girl who posed for a nice little uh, on a bridge a stock photo that people could use on their websites, uh, it happens to be a pro-life person uh, who is not happy oh, about this no. decision. Everybody Here's, in her life, she said, everybody in my life now thinks I had abortions. <gasps> oh my gosh! Yeah. Imagine that. Here's some of her quotes. I thought they were pretty good. Uh, she says she's pr- uh, she said she's proud of who she is and her actions, yet she used a picture of a random stranger instead of herself, talking about the girl who wrote the article. I am appalled that my photo has been used in this manner. She goes on, all of my life I've been pro-life and believe life begins at conception. I have personally donated to pro-life causes and believe that every life is valuable. As a Christian, I believe that God is the author of my life and, our, and life is not ours to take away. Finally... She writes, uh, while I strongly believe that abortion is taking a valued life, I would like to ask people to think about the effect uh, uh, that their words have and to choose their words carefully. If Heather really exists, I want her to know that she is value and she's loved despite the unfortunate life choices she has made. Wow. Again, another person handling something the right way. Wow. Uh, she, they did pull the picture down of her. Um, you know, you know th- those stuff. sue. Well, the stock photo licenses are very lenient. I mean, they're basically like, you want to get into that business and you can, you know, you can make a little extra money getting to the business. The problem with it is they can use those photos, you know, pretty much however they want. Um, now, they took the, they did take it down and obviously it would be ridiculous for them to keep it up. It wouldn't, wouldn't serve their purposes either, the abortion site, if the person's out there yeah, If you're so proud of it, why? Uh, yeah, exactly. Why isn't your face smiling? And, and how can you trust the writing now that Heather I, even exists? That's right. what and I'm it, wondering. Most likely she doesn't. Right. right. I mean, most likely this is, you know, a fan yeah. fiction from I never actors. thought this would happen to me. <laughs> yeah. I swear it's real, though. Yeah, I swear yeah. it's real. Uh, again, like, I like that from not only the fact of, of just how ridiculous it is, because, I mean, these... You see this all the time with the stock photo. It's just a weird world. People do to build their websites and their ad campaigns will put these picture pictures on from people that they don't know, and they wind up taking a whole different life. Sometimes they're in like herpes ads, and you know, like they just—it's yeah. a weird <laughs> world. But beyond that, it's just interesting the way she handled it. Again, really, really strong. Can I can I ask a question? Um, people on the left don't seem to care that the people on the right who are against abortion actually believe in science, that we believe that that is a child. And we can disagree on when that becomes a child at conception or later or whatever, but we believe that is a life because science teaches that. So we take this seriously. Now imagine Parkland. If we decided as gun lovers to say, hey, uh, you know, we just want to shout out how many kids that AR could take down. Did take down. He did take I down. I murdered 14 people. Right. I murdered three. And how horrible, <laughs> even just saying that here, how horrible that feels. They have no regard that the people that they are talking to and the people that they are, are talking down to actually deeply believe that this is a child have you ever they seen care have you seen louis ck's bit on that yes. in his last couple yes. Yes. He, i mean although Amazing. he is on the left 
and I don't agree with a lot of stuff, he, that's the one part he gets right. He goes, do you understand? These people that are pro-life believe that they're murdering children in that room or in that building. Wouldn't you run in and... Yeah, of course you're reacting. I, I have to tell you, if you were in Germany and you knew what was going on in those camps, wouldn't you want to go in and blow those camps up? I mean, for people to say, oh my gosh, there's violence. There's very little violence at these centers. Very little. For what people believe is happening. They believe this is a holocaust. Against children. Against children, innocent children. It's, yeah. it's amazing that there hasn't been, that, that people are this restrained. And the worst things uh, that humanity has done in all of our history, I think, follow the same sort of pattern, which are things not like, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, who's a serial killer and everyone doesn't want him to kill people, but these things that are just generally accepted by society as fact, slavery. You know what I mean? Like people, people didn't, they, they didn't always think back and forth about that. The average person wasn't necessarily engaged in the founders level debate about slavery. It just most always had been there. Most and people it was one of those things that they had understood. no experience with it. Exactly. Uh, you know, uh, Nazi Germany is another example, I think. There's a large portion of, of Germans, not Nazi officials, but Germans who looked at that and it was a, it was a, anti-Semitism was built into that culture for decades and hundreds of years, what? it was it was something that they actually believed. What are you, uh, what are you doing? What are you talking about? What? Why? Oh, I'm, it's just dog whistles, race dogs. So everyone knows I'm a racist. Okay. You know, you oh, you're just you're, you're giving the okay. Yeah, exactly. You got to get those okay. out there, yeah, right? I thought you were just listening to him. No, 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 no. It's time to signal the audience. Yes. Oh, so okay. uh, last week, um, you probably heard Andrew Gillum, the Democrat nominee for the governor of uh, Florida, uh, said it was a dog whistle that uh, Desanti used the term. We don't need to monkey up the governor's yes. office with socialism, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And they keep calling these things dog whistles because we need secret codes and stuff to know that I shouldn't vote as a racist for the black guy. (laughs) Do you realize how this makes no sense? This is the comedy gold that's going on right now that is now surrounding what's going on with the Kavanaugh here. May I just just point out that people can't hear dog whistles? Right, they don't hear that as well, yeah. (laughs) We don't need secret codes. Yeah, I mean... uh, So I'm going to understand that all the racists are out there like, I don't know about that Kavanaugh. I don't know, I'm Trump appointed him. I know Trump's a racist. I don't know. Oh, they're given a secret symbol. Okay, whoop, whoop. Okay, everybody, go ahead. That makes no sense. Well, we have been mocking this for the past couple of days, and then I found out what's really going on from Wired.com, that the alt-right purposely puts up these things knowing they're not racist symbols to trigger people in order to be racist. Wait, what? what? Okay, actually, <laughs> actually, there is some. There's a little bit. There to that. is some logic behind that. There is because if you're, if, yeah. if if your goal, remember, think differently. Right. Your goal is to cause people to be outraged, angry, and at each other's throat because you want to overthrow right. the system. So if I if I put a bunch of these things out, like milk. Like what? Oh. Milk is another symbol. That's yes. another racist Milk. symbol. Yes. Okay, but if I put these, if I put these, if I plant these stories that this is racist when it's not racist, and everybody knows it's not racist, everybody just starts it arguing starts to, with each other, and it just adds to the. But chaos. they still said that's based on racism. 
That's the crazy part about it. What's Even the, based on real? them doing this in the first place, they don't want just the confusion because they want to tear the system down because it's wrong. Both the social or the uh, the globalist and the nationalist, you yeah. know, those extreme. They're mm-hmm. both sides: the communists, the fascists. They're both wrong. It's still about racism. It's not just that, and it's not about the the goofballs on 4chan and Reddit that just want to screw around and think it's funny to be sensational. So we had we had somebody on radio today. What was her name? Uh, from the L.A. Times. Megan Down. Oh, my gosh. She was so refreshing. She is somebody who, during the 2016, I mean, she's written for, you know, Vanity Fair. All you know, She's a lefty. And we had her on today because she wrote this great article called... Uh, like Nuance, a Love Story, I believe yes. it's called. Yeah. And she talks about how her friends on the left were... Um, they just went insane after Trump. She just went insane. And they would say, she said, I would go to parties with them and they would have a couple of drinks in them and they would say quietly, you know, I think this is all bull crap. These pussy hat people are crazy and blah, blah, blah. But they would never say it out loud, okay? And she noticed that it had become a little Nazi cage on both sides. You have to conform. Well, she wasn't going to conform. We had an amazing conversation with her today. We don't agree on anything. But she, what she said, which I found really refreshing, was, I think there's a lot of people like this that are just sick of it. They, they know now, or they're beginning to see what's really going on, and they're not radicals. They're just not radicals. Americans, that's why, that's why this book, once you read the book and you see what's going on, and you understand where it came from, once you get that, whole thing changes because Americans are not radicals. We here's the here's the radical argument for most people. Should we have more welfare or less welfare? That's the argument. It's not should we be a communist or socialist state, you know, or should we burn everything to the ground and have no, you know, government at all. It's how much do we help the other person and is there a line where that help begins to hurt people. That's that's the real argument. That's not radical. That's America. What what was that? Well, the racist symbols. You just you were like this. Yeah. That's an eight. Yeah. Yeah, well. Eight's a racist symbol, Glenn. I know. Right. I know. It's the H. Uh, yeah, the H. Eight eight is because that's Heil Hitler. But eight. Oh, is it really? Hitler. Eight eight. No, no. H H or eight eight. Because eight is the eight is eight. The eighth letter of the alphabet. Yes. Oh. So 88's Heil Hitler. And there's some but other 18 number. also is, too, because that's A-H. That's Adolf Hitler. How are you so well-versed? I've studied up on this, you know. And 12, that's also racist. And 13 is, too. 14 well, is. Well, math well. is racist. 58. Um, 1488, yes. those are all racist. Milk. That's another 1492. Milk is, that's another one. Right, of course. 1492. And you know why milk is racist? No, I don't. It's white. Uh, who has the most trouble with lactose? Minorities. White people can tolerate lactose much more. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that. So when we flat, look at me, I'm chugging milk down. See, I just, <laughs> all you non-white people, it's white privileges. I don't see milk as, as uh, racist. I see it more as oppressive. I immediately, be, well, because I, I like cows a lot. I mm-hmm. see the oppression mm-hmm. that these poor cows having to be milked by a machine. Do you right. want to be milked by a machine? Don't answer that question. Mm. Um, I just think <laughs> that it's oppressive, not racist. So anyway, today's poll... <laughs> Yeah. Do you think the antics on display at the Kavanaugh confirmation hearings will help or hurt the Democrats in the midterm? I personally don't care. I just, it's comedy gold. That's all I'm living for now. That's it. That's it. Yeah, you just up on immediate. everything else. Yeah, I mean, I hope for, for a good outcome. I'm just enjoying the ride. Why is it so funny to you? 
The whole thing is just nonsense because the whole thing's a pageant. The, all of all of the stuff we're seeing now is just yes. to try to get Democrats elected or Republicans elected. And in I, the I will tell you that if it wasn't for my country, if yeah. it wasn't all of our doom, yeah. it'd be hysterical. If I was in, yeah. well, no, if I was in Australia, I would know. Good God, don't let America go because we're Chinese. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but if you were someplace in space. But I'm a little bit like I can't necessarily save it, so I'm just like, enjoy the ride. It's like Steve Buscemi in, uh, in that documentary, Armageddon, mm. where he's like, I've got not a front a, row seat to the end of the world. Again, not right? a documentary. Sorry, but. Not no, yeah, it was. No, go, right. go to Twitter, vote. Don't be like Doc. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. That was great. Yeah. I had a thought maybe you could explore too. Everyone, is there going to be a. Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.